Open up your Bibles. Go Go with me to Acts chapter 10. Hallelujah. Say, receive the Holy Ghost. Those that are watching at home, I love you and I bless you in the name of Jesus. And I want to let you know that the Spirit of God will will invade your house. The Holy Ghost is going to come upon you and God's going to touch you. He's going to fill you. You'll never be the same again. If you desire the Holy Ghost, you can have the Holy Ghost right where you are watching and listening to this program. You are not safe. The Spirit of God is there. And he's going to put his hand upon you in Jesus' name. Acts chapter 10, beginning verse 1. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment. A devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, what is it, Lord? So he said to him, your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. The angel instructed Cornelius to send messenger to go and find Peter. And God had been speaking to Peter that there were messengers that were there for him to go with them. When Peter showed up at Cornelius' house, Cornelius told him of the entire vision that he had and the direction that the angel gave him. And Cornelius prepared his whole household to receive the words that Peter had to share with him. In verse 34, it says, Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of all. That word you know which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but to witnesses chosen before by God, even to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who, has ordained, who was ordained by God to judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witnessed that through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. Verse 44. 
while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Give God praise for his word. Amen. Cornelius was a man reaching out for God. He was chasing after God. He was a good man. He would pray and he would give to the poor. He was reaching out to God even though he did not know God. A Gentile. Someone that did not come from the Jewish, relig Jewish race. He was just like you and me. But he knew there was a God and he was going to go find him. And because of his giving, because of his prayers and his offerings, God was moved and sent an angel to visit him. The Bible says that, that Cornelius' offerings and prayers came up as a memorial before God. Don't tell me that your giving is not important. And don't tell me your prayers are not important. They're, they are creating a memorial before God where, when, so that God, God is watching over that. And it moved God to interfere and send an angel to give a word to Cornelius so that he could be saved. Because salvation only comes through Jesus Christ. Salvation, you cannot find it in the Buddhist religion. You cannot find it in the Muslim religion. You cannot find it in any other religion except for, you can't find it in any religion. Salvation only comes through faith in Jesus Christ as Lord of all, as Savior, as the Son of God who died on the cross for our sins but rose again three days later. And so he sent Peter to preach that message to him. They were ready. They were hungry. See, you have to understand, Cornelius, he could have just sent the message and said, I'll talk to the guy. But he didn't do that. He, he did not want to waste his time. He didn't want to, want to waste his moment. He gathered his whole family together. Cornelius was expecting to receive something. They were waiting for the man of God to share what God said for them to hear. And as he began to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit came upon them as they heard about Jesus and they began to speak in a new tongue. I'm telling you, people of God, we need to start coming expecting to receive from God. They came hungry, ready to receive, and the Spirit of God came upon them. It wasn't a man that prayed over them. It wasn't a man that wished it on them. It was an act of the Holy Ghost. He saw the hunger that was, a, that was on their life. And he said, I can't wait till you finish preaching, preacher. I can't wait till you finish and give me opportunity to move. I'm just going to show up upon them right now. He poured out his Spirit upon him. On the whole family. Think about it. It wasn't just a few. It was a whole family that got filled with the Holy Ghost. They didn't see someone sitting next to them. Year after year, day after day, service after service, praying in tongues. 
They didn't have a demonstration of anointed pastor that was ministering, that operated in the gifts of the Spirit constantly. They, the first time they heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, they received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and they got baptized in the Holy Ghost. First thing Peter said is, I can now perceive that God does not show any favoritism. That means if God can pour out his spirit upon me, God can pour out his spirit upon you. The only thing that you need to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to receive the fire of God upon your life, is hunger and desperation for God. So many churches are, are, are settling for a dead religious church. They want to get people in and people out, but no lives change. They'll inspire you. They'll encourage you. But they cannot change you because the Holy Spirit fire is the only thing that can change a person's life. When the fire of the Holy Ghost comes upon you, nothing else matters. You wake up day after day, morning after morning, moment after moment. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I want to know him more and I want to do his will. There's a hunger that rises up in your spirit, man, to know the word of God, to have relationship with God, to be filled with the Holy Spirit over and over. Ah, you just want to worship him. You just want to praise him. People begin to look at you and say, you're weird. You're different. That's right. I had an encounter with God. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. The fire of God's upon my life. I can't be the same. I can't be the same. If any of you get on fire, then you end up going to a normal life where you're able. Listen, here's the thing about, about receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost and allowing the fire of God. Because the fire of God burns everything out. It separates you. It, it causes you just to be so passionate about God that nothing else matters. But many times we get touched, we get filled, but then we settle back in the old ways. You should look different. You should talk different, act different. Even if you just got saved, Cornelius was a different man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because it's the work of the Holy Spirit. One, one of my, my pastors, he says, when you get baptized with the Holy Ghost, like when you get baptized with water, you get immersed in water so you get wet. But when you get baptized with the Holy Ghost, it's as if a, a, you got hit with a Mack truck. Head first. You won't walk the same. You won't talk the same. People will look at you and say there's something different about your life. It should mark every area of your life. The fire of the Holy Spirit. And when the Spirit of God comes upon you, He will stir you to do great things. He will stir you to do the kingdom, the works of the kingdom of God. Jesus said, greater things you will do for because I go to the Father. It is the time of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God has come here to to come upon you to give you power, to give you an anointing, and to give you strength to have victory and to give victory away. So you don't have to go look for where is somebody who's anointed. You are the one that's anointed. You don't have to chase after people to pray for you. You are the man of God that can pray for yourself. 
Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. See, we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit more than ever. There's so much confusion in this world. There's so much lies and, and, and there's so much rumors and so much things that, that people want to cloud people's perspective. They want to call Jesus bad. They want to call the church bad. They want to call the Holy Ghost bad. But he is the Savior of the world. He is the deliverer of the nations. He is the only hope that this world has. We need the Holy Ghost. And we need people that are hungry for more of him. I should not have to preach like this. Your desire and your hunger for God should want me to pull, should be pulling this out of me every time I stand up here. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fire. Fresh fire. Fresh Holy Ghost fire. Not just a touch, but a change. Not an experience, but a transformation. If Cornelius could have it, you can have it too. God is just looking at your heart. He's saying, do you want it? Do you desire it? Hallelujah. We give God excuses. God, you can't use me. I, you know, God, I, I got so many negative things. Good, you're the one. You know, the Bible says, blessed are the poor, for they shall receive the gospel. You know, the poor are the, 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 poor are, are, are the most hungry. And poor is not poor in finance. Poor is poor in spirit. Those that say, I need a Savior. Those that are desperate for more of God. Those that just need Jesus. And are not looking and thinking, well, you know, I'm okay. I just need a simple prayer. No, those poor, they're like, I... It's like that man that was, that was blind and he heard Jesus passing by. He cried out, Jesus! Jesus! They said, shut up, be quiet. But he cried, Jesus, he got louder. He was not going to miss out on his opportunity. He knew that the only one that could restore his sight was Jesus. And so he cried out, he cried out, he cried out until he got Jesus' attention. What do you want me to do for you? I want to see. And Jesus restored his sight and began to see just like that. So many of us are, are content. Well, yeah, I'm saved. Check. I got my name in heaven. Check. If I die, I go to heaven. Check. Yeah, but you go by yourself. It's not just about getting to heaven. It's time for us to enter into the, uh, the higher realm of glory where we could take others to heaven with us and to be an effective witness of the glory of God of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior you need the fire of God you need the Holy Spirit hallelujah thank you Jesus 
I need the Spirit of God. I want more of the Spirit of God. I want more of the Holy Ghost. I wake up every day, Lord, use me. Lord, fill me. Lord, touch me. I'm ready. I want more. I want more. I want more. Because I can't stay the same. I can't stay the same. I need God to change me every day. Because as he changes me, he strengthens me. As he changes me, he lifts me up. As he changes me, he reminds me who I am. Hallelujah. Somebody say fire. Again, fire. We need the Holy Spirit fire. Amen. Hallelujah. When I was six years old, I saw people getting filled with the, with the Holy Spirit, having encounters with God. And I began to think, why not me? I just wanted it. I wanted the Holy Spirit. But I didn't know how to get him. I heard them talking about him, but I didn't know how to get him. And one, that night, I, I went to my room and before I went to bed, and I said a simple prayer. I said, Holy Spirit, will you come and minister to me? Will you show yourself real to me? The way you touch the people at church, will you touch me? And that night, the Holy Spirit came in. And I had an encounter with God. And it was beautiful. But it was not fire. I knew he was real. I knew he loved me. I knew that he would touch me, that I could welcome him and he'll be there anytime. As I got older, I got so consumed with my own world. I'm in high school, living my life, doing things that I shouldn't be doing. But I knew every night I turned on the TV. And there was an anointed man of God that would preach the word and pray. And every time he prayed, I would feel the Holy Spirit. So every night, I would pray with him. And I'd be touched by the Holy Ghost. It wasn't until I was in a hotel room. Where I fully got hungry for God. And I said, God, I need you to change me. I, just don't, I don't just need a touch. I need a change. I need a radical transformation. I need to be filled completely with you. In a small hotel room in Florida, in Brandon, Florida, where I began to cry out to God. And that night, the Holy Spirit came upon me, baptized me with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And right then and there, the fire of God came upon my life. I walked out of that place. Instead of trying to get away from the devil, I started looking for the devil. Where are you? I got something for you. If anyone was sick, I would lay hands on them and the power of God would come upon them. If they had a devil, I'd cast it out in the name of Jesus. Because I recognized that I was not by myself anymore. But he was with me. The Holy One, Jesus Christ, the Spirit of Almighty God was with me. 
The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead was living and dwelling inside of me and has now come upon me and poured out his power upon my life. When you recognize who is with you, you're not by yourself. He is with you. The Bible says that Jesus went about doing good because God was with him. God is with you. Say fire. fire. Pastor, is not a Sunday morning service. Well, this is not a Sunday morning church. You need the fire of God. I want you to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I want you to receive the fire of God that separates you from all those, that burns out all those things that are, that are clouding your mind and clouding and destroying your time, destroying your life. I mean, how, how many of you plan on living, you know, another day to yourself when God could be showing you his glory every day? Hallelujah. I, I love speaking with Brother Benny yesterday. Benny was, was you know, Benny, Benny was born in the church here. I mean, he's been with us for a long time. My father's ministry, my brother's ministry, my ministry. And Benny was sharing with me a testimony. You know, God, Benny is, is such a hard worker. Him and his family are such a blessing. They're, they're prayer people. They, they serve God. They're awesome. But Benny was challenged. He was, he was at, the, at the VA, and he was just reading there, and there's a man that, that he got to talking to. And the man said, you know, the next vet, he said, listen, I, I had back surgery, and it didn't work. I still got a lot of pain in my body. And Benny's just listening to the guy, and the Holy Spirit speaks to him. Pray for him. You know what to do. Benny began to speak to the Holy Ghost. I'm not Pastor Kevin. I'm not one of these ministers. But the Holy Spirit was not calling Pastor Kevin. The Holy Spirit was calling Benny Flores. And so he listened to the voice of the Holy Ghost. He looked at the man. He said, can I pray for you? The man looked at him like, what? But then he thought, yes. Now understand this. When you don't know God, you'll pray prayers that are weak. You'll pray prayers that have no faith. But he knows his God. He said, sit down there. He held out his leg. He says, look, one of your legs is sh shorter than the other. He says, I can see it. Benny began to, to speak to the leg. The leg came out. The man began to cry out. He says, I feel something in my back moving. Yeah. 
the man stood up and he was completely healed. What surgery could not do, our Jesus can do. And he can use you. He can use you. He can use all of you. But it's the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. See, you have to understand, the Spirit of God qualifies you. When I got baptized in the Holy Ghost, I knew I had power. So I began to look for anything the devil was working on, and I was getting ready to set them free. I began to build up my faith. I began to think about it. Listen, am I saved? Check. Do I have the Holy Ghost? Check. Can I pray in the Spirit? Check. So I'm anointed to do this. So I began to look on how God can use this vessel. I started believing God for God to use me in every way. If I saw that God was using somebody in an area, I began to say, God, use me that way too. If someone started prophesying, I'd be telling the Lord, Lord, use me to prophesy. If someone was ministering to people and healing, Father, use me that way. Someone would have teaching and revelation, Father, use me that way. I learned to qualify myself instead of disqualify myself. Some of you need to start qualifying yourself. Hallelujah. You're the man of God. You're the woman of God. You could do all things through Christ who strengthens you. All you need is the Holy Ghost. Well, maybe, maybe I'm not good enough. You are never good enough. Jesus is the one that makes you good enough. It's not about how good you are. It's about how good he is. But, Pastor, I live a very terrible life. I've lived a, a, a great life of sin. Welcome to the club. Jesus is the one that destroys the curse of sin and death off of your life. Hallelujah. All you need is faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and receive salvation. Then the Spirit of God will come upon you. He will anoint you with power. And then he will begin to lead you in the life of power and victory. Wherever you go, amen. Somebody say, more Holy Ghost. More Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. See, it's the work of the Holy Spirit. It's not your works. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. See, the book of Acts is full of testimony of how men of God were, and women of God were used by the Holy Ghost. But the book of Acts did not end. The book of Acts is still being, being added to because now it's your chapter that needs to be written on how the Holy Spirit comes upon you and use you to, to bring healing to others. Hallelujah. Say, Holy Spirit, use me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I got to go to my notes or I'm not going to finish on time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God will come upon you. And every excuse is out the door. You'll begin to, to speak in a new tongue. You'll begin to have greater intimacy with the Holy Ghost. And the more you build up your faith the more you begin to allow God to use you, he will use you. He will put a passion in your heart for the lost. You'll find yourself wanting to reach out to others and tell them about Jesus, how Jesus has saved you, and tell them about what the Lord has done in your life. And as you do, you'll see miracles. You'll see signs and wonders. You'll see God bless. You're not the same person 
when you get baptized with the Holy Ghost. You're not the same person when you build up your faith in the things of God. Amen. I, I love my brother Jesse and his, and his wife. They've been tra transformed. They've been coming for a little less than two years, and the Lord's been changing them. Hallelujah. He has a testimony. He, he, he lived a hard life, and those things, God is still redeeming. God is still cleansing those things in, in the eyes of others. But my brother was, was, was in jail, was it, two weeks ago. Things of the past rose up. He was placed there before he would have been crushed, before his wife would have been crushed. But he didn't go in there as a normal man. He went in there as a Holy Ghost man. And instead of being someone crushed, he became a light in that jail cell. He became a light in that jail cell. He began to preach to the lost. He, you led how many people to Christ? He led eight men to Christ during that time. And that's because of the power of the Holy Ghost that's upon him. What, what I, 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 could prob I probably haven't, I haven't talked to him about it, but I, I could probably say you recognize more that, that of what God has done in your life in that few days that you were there than ever before. And you saw that God had been faithful to transforming, but not just you. Your wife was just as powerful. She was praying and she was declaring things. I would, I would hear the testimony. I knew you were going to come out with, with testimony. I knew you're, and I know, let me ask you a question. Have you been praying for those guys ever since? It's because the Lord puts his passion. What causes people to leave and go places they've never been before? It's the Holy Spirit and the love of God. What caused Peter to get up and preach to Cornelius? It was the command of the Spirit of God and the love that he had to Jesus Christ. Somebody say, Holy Ghost power come upon me i want it i need it in jesus name hallelujah thank you lord jesus and his spirit the bible says in his spirit is fullness of joy in his spirit is everything that you need in his, his spirit is available for every person his spirit is available for you you don't have to wait any longer the presence of god will come every single time that you call upon the name of the lord jesus christ and he will pour out his glory upon you. He'll pour out his power upon you. He'll pour out his spirit upon you. But he's looking for the thirsty and the hungry heart. If you are thirsty, you will be filled. If you desire the spirit of God, you shall receive the spirit of God. The word of God says, let me read this in Luke. Luke chapter 11. The reason why many churches... Many people that used to go to church are now dabbling in satanic worship. They go and they do yoga practices. They go and do Hindu practices. They go and do Buddhist practices. And they're chasing after every spiritual thing of demonic practices. It's because we, the, the, the ones that have the truth, the church of Jesus Christ, is not presenting the power of the Holy Ghost. You don't need to go into, into Hindu practices to find peace when you have the peace that surpasses all understanding that comes through Jesus Christ. You don't have to chase after a, a devil when you have the Holy Ghost in your life. Hallelujah. 
You are saved to be a witness. You are saved for purpose. You are saved to be used by God for his glory. You've been bought with the price of the blood of Jesus Christ. Now allow the Holy Spirit to come upon you and baptize you with fire. Baptize you with power. And you will never be the same again. Never be the same again in Jesus' name. But people say, how do I know it's the Holy Ghost? How do I know it's real? How do I know that I'm getting what is of God? And I'm not getting a devil. Many people, they, they'll, they'll see the things that God does through my life. And the religious will, will judge it. The religious say, oh, he, he's, he's, he's a part of something demonic. I want to let you know a house divided cannot stand. I don't use the name of a devil. I use the name of Jesus Christ. And just because you don't have the power of God and you don't, you don't live, you're not living a life of victory, don't judge me according to your living. Judge me according to the word. If it looks like Jesus, if it smells like Jesus, if it acts like Jesus, then it must be the spirit of Jesus. Amen. Hit your neighbor and say, I want more of God. <laughs> Let me give you peace. In Luke chapter 11, verse 9, here Jesus says, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Verse 12. Or if he asks an for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. The only thing keeping people back from receiving the Holy Ghost is hunger, desire. You have to be willing to yield to the Spirit of God. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and allow him to fill you with his power. Allow him to fill you with his Spirit. And you will never be the same again in Jesus' name.